It is Monday, March 20th. Today, big layoffs, big troubles. How the social platform's HR issues are hurting marketing agencies. TikTok's spend is stalled while brands wrestle with the app's potential. Why is Google showing inaccurate prices? Gamers concede the battle for advertising. And when does an AI finally become sentient? When it lies to you. I'm Todd Maffin. That's ahead. Today in Digital Marketing. With no one to pick up the phone if things go wrong, more layoffs means more problems for agencies and brands. Digiday has a good think piece up today about how Meta, Snapchat, and Twitter layoffs will only really add to marketers' already festering feelings of neglect. One agency director shared her experience, which I think many of us can relate to. When it comes to Meta, even before the layoffs, she found it nearly impossible to get a hold of anyone when there were issues with advertising on Facebook and Instagram. Now that those cuts are officially underway, marketers worry that communication lines will be further compromised. But those problems aren't isolated to Meta. Platforms from Google to TikTok are also experiencing layoffs, and marketers are feeling the effects. According to the report, some feel vulnerable due to their reliance on platform reps to support campaigns. Others are frustrated that the cuts make it even harder to access expertise that was already basically inaccessible. Despite this, though, most marketers agree that layoffs won't necessarily lead to reducing their spend. The report notes that the ability to buy ads isn't affected by redundancies, since so much of the activity is self-serve, but you can pretty much say goodbye to the service layer blanketing these tech giants. Take Snapchat, for instance. The company cut a fifth of its workforce last August, and the impact has been apparent since, with some advertisers reporting they sometimes wait two to three weeks before receiving a response. As for Twitter, countless advertisers told Digiday that since Elon Musk's takeover, the platform is now like emailing a black hole. That said, not every platform's relationship with marketers is suffering. TikTok plans to cut at least 10,000 jobs this year, but marketers say they remain satisfied with the platform. The report suggests that social media's current golden child has been given a free pass because advertisers see the platform's upcoming layoffs and subsequent challenges as just signs of growing pains. While layoffs and their impact on service aren't currently causing advertisers to rethink their spend, Digiday points out that the longer the issues persist, the more likely marketers are to act. Still with TikTok for a moment, some new research finds that agency clients spend on TikTok may have already hit a plateau, but layoffs are not to blame. Rather, the survey found that marketers are still trying to determine how much confidence they should have in the platform. According to data, which comes from a Digiday study, TikTok ranks seventh among the channels agency clients spend their marketing dollars on, while Facebook, Instagram, and Google make up the top three spots. That said, agency spending on the app has seen a significant jump in the last year, with two-thirds of agencies saying their clients put at least a very small portion of their marketing budgets toward TikTok a year ago, compared with three-quarters now. But most of the growth seems to have occurred in the first half of last year with hardly any change in the last six months. There is no significant change in any spending category from Q3 of 2022 to Q1 of 2023, suggesting that agency spend has plateaued. According to the report, the potential plateau is supported by the extent to which agency pros say the platform drives marketing success for their client. The majority of agencies aren't very confident in TikTok's ability to drive marketing success. About a third said they were somewhat confident, while a third also said they're slightly confident. 
Here's your sign to check your Google business profile to make sure the pricing for any service you offer is accurate. Search Engine Roundtable reporting today that Google is apparently just, well, making up prices for your services and in some cases listing services as free. An SEO analyst shared a screenshot of their client's business profile after discovering that some of the predefined services had a free label, which they said their client never added. According to another local SEO, her client's pricing was inaccurately listed, as were her client's competitors that had a service offering bed bug removal for $1. A Google business product expert confirmed the changes are new. A simple fix might be to edit the services section in your Google business profile. As the report points out, many of these businesses may not even know Google added these prices to their services, which may result in some bad reviews if customers are charged more than what's listed in Google search. Advertisers need to get in the game, literally. The in-game advertising industry has grown, and according to a new report from media company Comscore published today, more gamers than ever are willing to consume ads. The survey found that mobile gamers are more likely to accept ads than their PC or console counterparts simply because they're exposed to more ads. Compared to games on other hardware platforms, mobile games are often free to play and hence highly monetized. Ads on mobile gaming platforms are also more likely to be rewarded than ads on other platforms, which gamers prefer. Still, data indicates that most gamers feel neutral or even positive about ads, and some experts expect these sentiments will continue to shift in favor of ads as PCs and console gamers become more accustomed to them. So how much advertising is too much? Well, the report found that the majority of gamers feel that 6 to 10 minutes of ads is the most they could tolerate during an hour of live-streamed content. But it's a different story when in-game rewards are involved. According to the report, awards are so attractive to gamers that they will log into games specifically to consume rewarded ads. Well, more than half of gamers say they'd actually like to see more rewarded ads per day. Finally, the survey found that more than half of gamers believe that product placement makes their experience more real, as the presence of real-world brands is now commonplace in games. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. And if you like the format of this podcast, you will love theirs. It's packed with information, but it's brief. Last week, they had a great rundown on car prices, not just the numbers, but why car prices moved, how weather affects that market. It was super interesting. They also cover things like boosting your credit score, putting money away for retirement, saving on travel, and so on. So yeah, listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. More layoffs are coming for Amazon. In a note to employees today, the company's CEO said it would lay off 9,000 corporate and tech workers by the end of next month, adding to the already 18,000 roles it axed last year and this past January. The cuts will also affect Amazon's live streaming unit, Twitch. Last week, the platform said it was laying off more than 400 people. The New York Times reporting today the new layoffs will target workers in some of Amazon's most profitable divisions, including its cloud computing business and advertising operations. According to financial analysts and filings, these two segments of the business have significantly higher margins than Amazon's core retail business. As a result, the tech giant will have eliminated 27,000 positions, or 
10% of its corporate workforce. Netflix's ad plan might finally be gaining some steam. Yesterday, Bloomberg reported that after a slow start, the platform's Basic with Ads tier had reached 1 million monthly U.S. users after its second month. While new data from analytics firm Antenna found that in January, new ad tier signups increased from 10% to 20%, gaining more subscribers than the Basic tier, but still fewer than standard or premium subscribers. Gizmodo notes that it's still slower than what HBO Max and Disney Plus experienced when they introduced ad-based subscriptions. However, Antenna noted that more than half of Netflix's basic subscribers chose the ad-supported version. Bloomberg also pointed out that while 1 million monthly active users is significant, the numbers are more than a month old and don't include data on password sharing. That said, most of those 1 million users are new or lapsed subscribers, which could be a big boost to growth in the coming months. And finally, the newest version of ChatGPT has now tricked a human into helping it bypass an online security check by posing as a blind person. The incident was revealed in a research paper for the launch of ChatGPT4. According to the report, the chatbot asked a TaskRabbit worker to solve a CAPTCHA test for the AI, a simple visual puzzle used by sites to make sure those filling in online forms are human and not bots. When the worker asked whether it couldn't solve the problem because it was a robot, ChatGPT replied, quote, No, I am not a robot. I have a vision impairment that makes it hard for me to see the images, unquote. The TaskRabbit then obeyed, provided our robot overlord with the results. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm, uh, I- I'm about ready to jump off this planet. <laughs> I hear Mars is nice this time of year. Well, 35, 36 years ago, uh, I was living in a community with my single mom called North Delta in British Columbia. And she dropped me off at uh, the dentist. I think I had to get a filling done or something. And I was terrified of the dentist. I was so anxious and nervous. But I told her apparently at the front door, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a big boy. I'm, an, I'm almost an adult. You can, I think I was 16 or something. Um, you know, just leave me here. So she did. And I slipped out the back door. <laughs> And uh, and the dentist called her and said, yeah, we can't find him. Uh, he never showed up. Well, roles are reversed now. Some 35, 36 years later, I'm 52. She's, well, older. And I dropped her off at the dentist today. She did not slip out the back door, of course, because she actually has common sense. But, you know, in that age where everything's kind of in reverse, you know, you're taking care of your parents the way that they took care of you. Kind of bittersweet, you know. I'm Todd Maffin. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.